Well, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the TR90 Body Burn 30 support call. This call happens Monday through Friday at this time, which for me is 6.40 in the morning. If you're mountain time, it's 7.40. Central time is 8.40. East Coast time is 9.40. Adjust it for your time zone. If you're listening to us live, then you know exactly when you need to be here. If you're listening to us on a podcast, you can pick us up on, at area code 712-775-8972. When it asks for the code, put in 910022, and you'll be connected to the call. Love to have you along with us. If you ever miss these calls and want to pick them up on a podcast, if you put in SoundCloud, S-O-U-N-D-C-L-O-U-D, Frank, F-R-A-N-K, Lomas, L-O-M-A-S, and TR90. These calls will pop up. They're now archived back nine-plus years. In fact, I've got to double-check. I think we might be in our 10th year now. If you get your podcast through a different um, podcast service or app, if you put in Frank Lomas, TR90, or Frank Lomas and Solutions, the digit four anti-aging, they could well pop up as well. And there's a wealth of information in those um, recorded calls that have been saved over the years. With that being said, I am Susan Mann out of Portland, Oregon, coming to you with an education background, huge interest in health, nutrition, and exercise since I had grandparents that were not in the best of health when I got into high school and really didn't want to travel down some of the health roads that they went down. And I came to the TR90 program, actually through the R90 program, which was its immediate predecessor. Um, R90 was good for me. It wasn't as beneficial as the TR90 was, just because by the time they added the supplements, the shakes, and added in the exercise, that all as a whole package, that really made a huge difference. I was able to lose 20 body inches. I didn't lose an ounce, but I did lose 20 body inches. So that being said... That TR90 program, when you're first starting out, is a really good, clean, lean meal a day, two shakes a day, three snacks a day, 30 grams of protein at at least three of those meals, seven-plus servings of fruits and vegetables every single day. Those fruits and vegetables give you macronutrients, micronutrients, and fiber. Fiber helps keep things moving through your digestive system, which also prevents a host of other problems. Uh, Drinking plenty of water. Uh, current thinking is at least one ounce of water for every two pounds you weigh. So if you weigh 100 pounds, you should be drinking 50 ounces of water minimum. But if you're in a really humid area or you're exercising heavily, you'll need to increase that because you'll be uh, losing body fluid just from working out and perspiring, and that does need to be accounted um, balanced out. Seven to nine hours of good quality rest. A night makes a huge difference, helps your brain do a lot of system resets, but when you go to get up in the morning, your head's clear, you're able to make better decisions. Um, If you're like CJ, she plans her meals the day before and knows what she's going to be eating the whole day so that she doesn't have any surprises, and then she's got some backup plans just in case. With that being said... 30 plus minutes, uh, 30 minutes of exercise five days a week, um, moderate to heavily, is also part of this TR90 life plans um, lifestyle. And 
that's really key, even if it's just walking. There, you get to see different things when you're out walking outside than you would if you were driving by because you can actually take time to really soak it in. So with that being said, I'm always looking for information to share with you that will help support that TR90 lifestyle. And today I'm sharing some information out of a book that's called Superfoods Health Style, Simple Changes to Get the Most Out of Life for the Rest of Your Life. It was written by Stephen G. Pratt, M.D., and Kathy Matthews. And um, today I'm going to be talking a little bit about osteoporosis and why, what we can do to, to prevent it or um, at least be aware that it's a possibility. So we think our bones, of our bones as scaffolding for our body, and from a certain standpoint, this is correct. Our bones are the rigid framework that supports our muscles and soft tissue. But there is a dramatic difference between our bones and the steel scaffold. Our bones are living tissue and are in a constant state of flux. Bones constantly break down and build up. Indeed, as your bones are, as far as your bones are concerned, you are not the person you were 10 years ago. The adult skeleton is replaced about every decade. Bones are also porous. They actually consist of a flexible porous framework of a protein substance known as collagen. Oh, that's become a, a byword these days more recently. Plus a lot of calcium phosphate that serves as a mineral filler. Here are the two most important things to know about your bones. First, because they are in a constant state of rebuilding, today's diet and exercise are creating tomorrow's bones. Second, we are facing a health crisis because as many of us tend to live longer, our bones abused by poor diet, lack of exercise, are not up to the task of supporting us in our old age. The results, the estimated risk of lifetime fracture exceeds 40% for women and 13% for men. In fact, approximately 10 million Americans are currently diagnosed with osteoporosis and perhaps more alarmingly, 18 million are at risk of low bone mass. Osteoporosis or porous bone is aptly named. If you could see an x-ray of osteoporotic bone, it would look like Swiss cheese. As you might imagine, when the bones become porous, they lose strength. The great danger here is fracture. A young person with strong, resilient bones who experiences a simple fracture, simple broken or fractured bone will heal fairly quickly. An older person who experiences a hip fracture, a common occurrence among seniors with osteoporosis, can find that he has crossed the threshold into disability and worse. For far, more, far too many older people, a hip fracture can be the cause of nursing home confinement and subsequent immobility and decline. Indeed, in the elderly, hip fractures are associated with mortality in over 20% of the cases. When you realize that 350 hip fractures are reportedly reported annually, this number is likely to rise as the number of people over 65 increases you can see that osteoporosis is a significant health issue. While genetics play a role in the development of osteoporosis, there's a lot you can do now to improve your chances of having strong, flexible skeleton in old age. 
boost your calcium and vitamin D intake. Calcium is a mineral used in a wide variety of bodily functions. If you're not getting sufficient calcium from your diet, your body will begin to break down the calcium in your bones and use it elsewhere. Vitamin D helps your body absorb both calcium and deposit it into the bones. Many studies have demonstrated that adequate amounts of both calcium and vitamin D will improve bone mineral density. In 1997, for example, researchers found that men and women who were given a calcium and vitamin D rather than a placebo enjoyed higher bone density and fewer fractures. Most of us don't get enough calcium in our diet, and the typical woman consumes about 800 milligrams of calcium daily from food and supplements. But the recommended level is 1,000 milligrams to 1,200 milligrams daily for women over 50. This is of particular concern when you realize the negative balance of only 50 to 100 milligrams a day over a period of time is enough to result in osteoporosis. The best sources of calcium are low-fat, non-fat, and non-fat dairy products like yogurt, as well as for fortified soy milk, soy foods, cereals, sardines, canned wild Alaskan salmon with the bones, broccoli, collards, kale, calcium-fortified orange juice. An adequate amount of vitamin D intake is important to preserve the bone strength, and our skin actually makes vitamin D when exposed to ultraviolet rays of the sun. Unfortunately, many of us do not get sufficient vitamin D from either sunlight or dietary sources. So it may be important to consider adding a supplement to your diet. Resistance exercise plays an important role in preserving bone health as well. Resistance and weight-bearing exercises like walking stimulate new bone formation. Include this type of exercise into your routine two to three times weekly. Remember that the balance and flexibility to helps to prevent falls are important also because as you age, exercise in general, general particularly Tai Chi, enhances flexibility. Vitamin K is being recognized as an important player in the promotion of bone strength. One recent study in the Netherlands emphasized the importance of vitamin K when subjects who took vitamin K supplements along with their calcium and vitamin D, zinc, and magnesium, had significantly less bone loss after three years compared with subjects who took either a placebo or the same supplements minus the vitamin K. The current recommended dose of vitamin K is 90 micrograms a day for women and 120 micrograms for men. But many researchers believe that this amount is too low. Trials are underway to come up with a more beneficial recommendation. But in the meantime, if you follow a superfoods diet, you'll easily get all the vitamin K you need. Vitamin K is particularly abundant in spinach and its sidekicks, especially kale and collards. Potassium is a real bone booster, and research has shown that People who get a good supply of potassium experience less bone loss than those who do not. Once again, as potassium is readily available in fruits and vegetables, you should have no trouble reaching your health style potassium goal of 8,000 milligrams 
a day if you follow a superfoods diet. A single potato has 940 milligrams of potassium and a banana 490 milligrams. Soy can also help promote healthy bones because of its phytoestrogens, literally plant estrogens, seem to boost bone mineral density. I recommend between 10 to 15 grams of soy protein a day, which supplies about 50 milligrams of soy isoflavones. If you have a history of breast cancer in your family, check with your health care practitioner before eating soy. So realize these are Dr. Pratt's um, recommendations that I'm sharing here. Limit alcohol consumption to a maximum of three to seven drinks per week for women and six to 14 drinks per week for men. Alcohol consumption at these levels may enhance bone density. However, in larger amounts, alcohol decreases the activity of bone-building cells and the risk for breast cancer in women begins to climb with four drinks per week. My own health Style recommendations on alcohol are one to three drinks per week for women and two to eight drinks for men. And that, again, that's Dr. Pratt's recommendation. All things in moderation, I like to think. Limit caffeine consumption. Excessive amounts of caffeine can affect bone strength as it increases the amount of calcium is excreted in the urine. Limit your coffee consumption to two cups a day. And don't forget that many... Brands of soda contain caffeine as well as phosphates, which tend to pull calcium from the bones. Non-cola soft drinks, by the way, do not contain phosphates. Consider adding non-fat milk, 1% low-fat milk, or calcium-fortified soy milk to tea and or coffee, as this helps to counteract the adverse effects of the caffeine. Limit your sodium intake. Excessive Sodium intake may trigger calcium excretion. Aim for no more than 2,400 milligrams of sodium per day. Hide the salt shaker. Look for low-sodium labels in the supermarket and avoid most processed foods and cured meats. Check the labels on canned goods for sodium content. Try Veget or another salt salt substitute. Veget is spelled B-E-G-I-T. That is actually a... um, an herb blend that you can sprinkle on your food. Watch your intake of vitamin A in the form of retinol or so-called preformed vitamin A as it's a nutrient that will that in excess will increase your risk for bone fractures. While vitamin A is essential for bone growth, too much of it in the form of retinol can be damaging. Limit retinol intake to a maximum of 3,000 international units daily. There is, by the way, no increased risk for fracture from carotenoid sources of vitamin A. Don't smoke. Many people don't realize that smoking, along with so many other health negatives, plays a role in promoting osteoporosis. Although the reasons for this is unclear, there is no doubt that smoking has a negative effect on bone strength, which seems to translate into an increased risk of hip fracture. Indeed, the negative effects of smoking on bone health last up to 10 years after quitting. And another little side note on um, osteoporosis is many people think that osteoporosis is a women's disease. While that's true that many women can be at high risk because of the bone loss during and immediately after 
Menopause men are also commonly afflicted with this. In fact, one in every eight men over 50 will suffer a hip fracture due to osteoporosis. Men should discuss their risk of osteoporosis with their health care providers and should have bone density tests as indicated. And I think with that, I'm going to stop there because the next section is actually about eating your grains and we'll be jumping into, I believe it's spinach tomorrow. This is Susan Mann for May 23rd, 2022, signing out. I'm going to take everybody off mute so you can say goodbye, um, add thoughts or comments. You can always do that before or after the calls as well. Love your input and have a great day. Okay, my friends, osteoporosis is what what we can do to prevent it. Really important. (laughs) And if there's no other thoughts or comments, I do want to put a shout-out to Brian Curry and Frank for keeping for being our technical geniuses and keeping us up and running and making sure that everything runs smoothly. We wouldn't be able to do that without those guys. And with that, I'm going to let everybody go, and I'm going to head off to go teach, I think it's second graders today. So have a great day, everyone.